Hello and welcome to this week's Potter's Podcast, another bad week for us. I'm joined by Ian from Scholar Green. Hello, hello. As per, as per usual. Right, so we'll get straight to it, eh? Yeah, let's get straight to it. Shit. <laughs> Absolute dog shit. Nothing's changed. Nothing, nothing, it, nothing's changed at all. The players, the players aren't worth, worth the shit the money they're in. Well, the fans were singing that, weren't they, yesterday? Yeah, they deserve um, it as well. They're useless. I think we've had three managers now that have proved that these players, not all of them, but most of them, just, just don't know how to play football really. They don't, there's just, there's no, you can tell why they've not been successes like Sam Klukas in the Premier League and a few others like Ndai has not really gone on to the highest in the game, is he? Because there's no concentration in him. It's like Danny Batts was at fault for everything, yes, on Saturday. Everything. Yeah. He's rash. He's rash and last minute yeah. all the time. There's no brains in when to move forward and make the tackle. And it's like, right, the, so we'll go into it from the beginning. We started, you couldn't start any better than what we did. Ball down the left-hand side. The only thing Joe Allen did all game was that pass to get James McLean away. Yeah. Ball in, great ball, good finish. Bad defending from Hall, obviously. But then that was it from Stoke. Done. Yeah. So after seven minutes, Stoke were done after that game. And it was basically just watching Hull play for, what was it, 84, 85 minutes. Yeah. I mean, there's parts of the first half where it could have been a crooked score, really. <laughs> yeah, it could have been, it could have been. I mean, people saying, oh, well, it was a decent first half. It wasn't a decent first half. We just got a good first goal. We just won it one and a half. Just don't go on. So just don't go on till half time, don't we, really? I mean, I was looking like, yes, yes, well, today, this morning, I decided, right, I'll watch the whole game and I'll watch it bit by bit. Just so I could assess where things are going wrong. We can't keep hold of the ball at all. No. Under pressure, that team cannot keep hold of the ball. Not just one player, that entire midfield. They get the ball, somebody puts them under pressure, they just boot it up. Yeah. And it was like Tom Inch played on the right hand side. I didn't see him all game. No. Me. I didn't, can't remember him being mentioned most of the game either. No, I can't remember him being on the pitch. No. Hiding all day. All game hiding. And he's our creative force, apparently. He's the player that's supposed to be our... When Gary Rout brought him in, he's going to be the spark that gets this team moving. He couldn't He couldn't spark a firelighter, let's be honest. No. I mean, no. the whole the whole team at the moment is starting to realise that I think League One football could be on the cards when, when we play like that. Simple as that. Listen, there's still players on our books that were there when you left. And the reason we were struggling then was this team, and we still kept them. Yeah. And the thing that worries me a little bit is when January does come round, it's just financial fair play. We're not going to be able to get anybody in who's worth bringing in. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. So, so it's a waste it's, of time. It's, anyway. it's a waste of time. The, the, the position the club's in now is an absolute waste of time. I mean, we'll go into it now. The second half happened. They came out, and it was basically the same as the rest of the, the second half of the first half all hull mistakes started creeping in I mean the first goal from Jared Bowen what was Danny Back doing being in a comfortable position to just clear that ball out up or make a pass out and he, he, he's diving in yeah. with no control and boots the ball straight to Jared Bowen yeah. who takes one touch and then guess what Danny Back's flying in again to try and stop him Un- no pressure on him bang bottom corner against one where was Ryan Woods where was the midfield why were they're covering him because we know Danny Bat isn't the best defender anymore. We know this. That's why Wolves let him go, and why Tony Pulis didn't use him at Middlesbrough because yeah. he knew that he, he, if he hasn't got a good partner, he hasn't got a midfielder in front of him. He's rash. He struggles because he's getting to that age now. Yeah. 
He's got no pace. He's got no pace. Well, that proved he's got no pace because if he had any pace, he would have got to that ball first and passed yeah. it out. Yeah. And it, it, every, but every time he, he was he was in the better position, closer to the ball, but every time was losing out. Every time that's not good enough. It's not on his toes though. He's, he's standing foot as he takes the ball. He's standing foot. He's already outstretched. That's why he dives in because he can't. He's not. He hasn't got that back foot so he can make that little run that three yards to close Bowen down instead he's got his legs wide open and then when Bowen takes the ball he's nowhere near him yeah. and, and you just think I, I don't I look at some players and I think I know obviously somebody's what were you looking at when you bought him because as far as I'm concerned if you're not bringing in anything better than what we've got I'd more prefer you bring all the kids in because well, you're just wasting money on something that we, we haven't got in the first place. We, we've already got it. Yeah. The thing is with Danny Bart, we don't need him. We've already got Ryan. We don't need another, another player like him. He's just a waste of money. Yeah. He was three and a half million pounds that we could have saved for a talented winger. Just kept Collins. And brought through Harry Suter. Yeah. You know, Harry Suter was in pretty, had a great season at Fleetwood. Yeah. And, I, and I would have been going, right, January, do we need to bring Bart in? Well, no, we'll not. Because, I mean, he's only playing now because Ryan's injured. Yeah. We've had the same centre-back partnership now for nearly four years. Yeah. It's the same people all the time. We're bringing new players in, but they're just they're not, not good playing. enough. They're just not playing. Yeah. But we know they're not good enough as it is. So why are we bringing in... Well, I'm, I'm sick of talking about it now. It's the same problem. Well, it's the thing about like competition for places. When Ryan was playing last season, he was probably looking at the back coming in going, I probably haven't got that much worry about my place. <laughs> Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. He's fine. He good enough. He good enough to take my place off me. You know, and, and, and that's the thing. You should players should have that little bit of fear in them when you see a player walk through the door. You go, I know he's mustered. Yeah, that's... And, and I'm going to have to step my game up here and training on games, everything. Yeah. And the problem is, all lot that have been there for the last three years are looking at it, going, I'm not really worried about him. I'm not really worried about him either. It's, I just think everything, the atmosphere at the whole club's toxic now. Yeah, it's, it's, well, I think it's worse than toxic now. I think the, the fans it's have had worse than toxic. No, there's, there's <laughs> larvae. <laughs> larvae? <laughs> you, you go touch some larvae. <laughs> but they, they, you like to say to you now, we go into now the second goal, the, the one that won the game. I mean, we, we outnumbered him two to one in the box. Somehow he gets space on the right hand side. Tom Edwards didn't close his man down. For some reason, he helped Danny Bat mark a centre back. The ball still comes in, and still somehow the header gets across, and Jack Butland has to make a save. But the ball then, yes, a lot of people are having to go at Jack, but I think they're just having to go at him now for whatever he does. I think he was now. I've watched it back. He's fully outstretched. He was outstretched because if yeah. he didn't make that save, it was a goal. Yeah, he flicked it. Gerard Bowen's on, on mark to the box. Ryan Woods, because if you watch the highlights, watch Ryan Woods just standing there with his mouth open. Yeah. Why haven't you followed your man? And it's, yeah. this is the problem with the with the entire squad. It seems like they don't know what they're doing, yeah. and they lack look, they're lackluster. They don't, they, they aren't seeing danger, and they're not understanding the danger, and they're, they're leaving people short all the time. Like both goals were mistakes from Ryan Woods. Yeah. He should be there, right in front of Danny Bat. So if if the ball does get like, kicked away, yeah. He'll be in there to mop it up, and if he was there, Jared Bowen wouldn't have got the touch and the shot off because Ryan Woods was there. And the thing is, I liked Ryan Woods, but now I can understand why he gets dropped. Yeah, because he, he leaves gaping holes in the midfield. His job is to block them holes. Yeah, in the holding midfield role, but he isn't. He's just he, he's in the wrong position all the time. And that and the problem is this because the whole squad's slow. 
Yeah. There's no pace of the team, so they, they have to seem to move as a team and come back as a team. When they attack, they have to attack as a squad rather than three or four players going off to do the damage. Because every time Tomic ran down the right wing, Klukas and that just didn't have the pace to get up to help them. So the problem is they're just running into a, into an alley every time. The thing is, though, I think sometimes we don't cover each other's back enough. Forget about as a squad, as like a two. So sometimes you see a right back, he'll get forward, he'll be, say, say he's 10 yards off the halfway line, say he loses the ball. Normally that centre-half will then drop back just to cover him while he gets back. If you watch Edwards, he's, at times, he'll lose the ball, he turns round and he doesn't move. And he's just thinking, you've made a mistake, now get back into possession, get yourself organised and go again. Or oh, like they lose the ball, they just turn around and go, well, someone sorts it out for me. They just panic. And, and the thing is, you see it all the time. Every time we lose the ball, it's just like, right, everybody back. There's no yeah. structure to the way we defend whatsoever. But the thing that frustrates me more, like what I watched yesterday, is it's the daft places that we lose the ball, which Joe Allen's really bad for. We lose the ball. We, we, we tackle him and get the ball back. And then we're giving it back all. Yeah. A, when well, when it's still in our box, and yeah. you can't do that on any level. Yeah, and these players are on good money. You know, I'll, I'll guarantee you that there's not many old players that beat. If, if you put that eleven there and put the whole eleven there, I bet Stokes players are all any more than they pull eleven oh, good, in yeah. the positions they're in. Yeah, it would surprise me if a few raw lads are any more than a couple of players. Well, yeah, together. I'd say Joe Allen's any more than their entire midfield. Yeah, and he's probably for me yesterday was the worst player on the pitch. I think he was terrible, absolutely terrible. He was running around with no structure to his game, running round. I mean, it's like the Jared Bull. Just before that tackle, he he went in, got the got, touched the ball, but then had no structure. He didn't follow anyone. He didn't even follow his man. So he made the tackle. He fell loose. Danny Bat should have got there first without any question. They're not quick enough. They're not. There's no pace in that team at it, all. Even short bursts. There's nothing there. But don't you think slightly, if you look at Stoke's team when they first got into the Premier League, where was there any pace in that side? There wasn't. Not really. Yeah, but they didn't have to have pace because, no, they, because, why? The way because we were strong. No, because we were strong. We played balls, I think, over, I think played what, balls over the top, didn't Yeah, we? but you, the way I look at it, if you have corners, set pieces, anything like that, you were guaranteed when we first come up, you'd got put in the stand. If you oh, couldn't, yeah. couldn't win the ball, you got put in the stand. And the problem is, if you're going to play with a slow team, you need some strength. And every time someone has a cross into our box, I don't see any. I don't see that leader, somebody standing up and taking a kick in the face or or dying for that ball. No. They just they just look all over the place. It's it's like Martin's end. He just it just frustrates me, Martin's end, because it's like later on in the game, a bit later on, just before they nearly scored again. Ball floats in from the left-hand side. That Tom Eves, whatever he is, was was able to com- comfortably chest the ball down, let it bounce, knee it in the air, and do a bicycle kick without even being challenged by yeah. two centre backs. Yeah, you, yeah. I, it's pathetic. At any level, it's pathetic. Martin Zindi, before he came, Stoke was playing in the Champions League with Galatasaray and AZ Altmar. Played in a World Cup. Was a first-team regular for the Holland national side. He's come Stoke and he's struggling in the championship. Trouble is, though, I think when he didn't get that move, I mean, at the end of last season, he was saying, I won't play Premier League, blah, blah, blah. And no, 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 one, no wants one wants him. him. <laughs> no, no one wants him. The fact, the fact is, with a lot of these players, they'll sit there and go, oh, I'll stay with Stoke. The reason they say it's Stoke is because nobody wants him. Yeah. 
they, it's like and die. There's there's going to be a lot of circling around, but there's no there's got no, there's no serious interest. Stoke said they wanted um, ten eight to ten million for and die. It's all gone quiet. As soon as they say that, as as we, we want eight to ten million. See, I haven't nah. che- I haven't really checked his history, but I get the feeling he might be a little bit injury prone. Who for picking up the little knocks and little niggles and die? It's like Etebo as well. He seemed to, for a point where he was in that oh he's, he's just pulled a muscle and he's out and then he's in again and then he's out and you just think that's why no one wants you because you're a little bit temperamental whether you're playing or not. Uh-huh. It, do you know what I mean? It, 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 that's that can at this level when you need players to be playing a minimum of forty games a season, you need someone who's going to fitness wise unless they get a serious injury obviously, but somebody who's going to come in and do a job. I mean, that's my worry in January. You're not going to find a top centre-half. That's no. not in January. You know, well, I don't think we need a centre-half. Well, saying that we do, we need four. But <laughs> the, 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 Four at the back, all the centre-half. Yeah, just, just, just <laughs> do what Pulis did. He's just put the centre-backs at right-back and left-back. <laughs> it's good him, Danny Collin. Now, what I was going to say is that the fact is, looking at that squad, that it, I mean, people still thinking that, you know, there's a chance we might not go down. I think looking at the way we're playing, there's a big chance we could get relegated to League One next season. But I mean, a lot. Of, Michael O'Neill got got put under a lot of pressure um, after the game because he's he's bombed out and dying Etebo because it looks like they're both going in January. But do you think they need to play to try get points to keep us in this league so that in January we can replace them? Um, yes, if we're going to get rid of them, they need to be playing. Because at the end of the day, when they did come into it at the beginning of the season, we did look hell of a lot stronger when them two played. And the thing is, I know it's not long now till the window, but you don't know how the window's going to go. Sometimes you see people and you think, they've had a great window they have there. For January, they've got a striker in midfielder. Some teams get nobody. They try four or five targets and get none of them. At the end of the day, if we're going to have them in, Let's get him in. Let's get him playing. Think we might have a pop at him. It cuts his financial fair play down because they're with the money and they're on the wages. Mm. To me, I get if Joe could get someone off Joe would get him gone and all. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen. If we're going to go down, mate, the thing is Joe will be with us next season. Oh, I can't be done with it. Even in League One, we'll, be, we'll still have Joe because oh. he only signed that new contract last season. Oh. So to put him back on Premier League money, no one's going to pay him Premier League. If money. he stays, mate, we're in League Two the following year. I f- that's how bad I think he's dropped. No, I just think he was never good enough. To, I think we just—he was just never good enough when he first signed in the first place. He had a spell, didn't he, for about ten games? Yeah, when he first came in, yeah, he looked like, oh my god, we've got a fantastic player. And then he didn't have then, to do a lot then. No, he just finished. He just that's what he didn't have to do a lot. If you looked at our team, then how much pace was in it? He didn't have to do a great deal. He just ghosted about on the edge of the box, and then it, that's why he managed to get himself a couple of goals. He did, he did well that first yeah, he did. probably three months in a quick side though he looked good well they weren't that quick were they, they, were, they were quick going forward yeah it's because of Arnie they want to it's, it's just Arnie he's scary and a quick is he last was a fat little pig wasn't he he was though he didn't have a lot of pace lost yeah. three stone in a week at the moment yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's really a fat little pig at stone now he's a he's one of them little what's it called is that because food bag yeah, he's, a, he's a micro <laughs> pig now isn't he he's just got Liverpool uh, 
He's playing again now, though, isn't he? Yeah, played the other week. I know. I like how he struts around game. Now the Champions League winner, yet on the bench. <laughs> he was sat on he the did bench. A John David, Terry, didn't he? David May did that as well. And I can yeah. remember David May played four times. That he did season. a cartwheel, didn't he, in the '99 final? Yeah, when they scored the winner, he did yeah. a cartwheel. <laughs> What's on the bench? <laughs> David May played five games that season, but when they won the Champions League, he was the third man up there. It's like, oh, hey, Dave, you've done nothing. I have, I've, I've, I've motivated you from the bench. <laughs> <laughs> I always loved John Terry when he, when he jumped on the pitch and lifted the chair and he was out, out injured. Yeah, but to be fair, he, he was a big part of that season. David May only played five games and he's, he's out of the trophy. <laughs> I won the <this. laughs> I'm yeah. Champions League winner. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know, it's... That's why it's called the David May effect. So you've got a player who's, who's won a tri- like like Abertan, who won a Champions League mm-hmm. title, a couple of titles. He loved playing against Stoke. I tell you what, I remember one one game he come down Stoke. I was looking at him thinking, what mind him down Stoke? Abertan. He was. I tell you what, he battered us when he come down our place. Yeah, but he can't. Yeah, but now you do game like Mark Hughes, aren't you? Jenny, uh, Jenny and Bewell, he played brilliance against us. He did. We'll have him. We'll have him. Yeah, the preseason friend. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have him. Was he spell there? Newcastle beat his mouth. Can he speak English? He, he can't speak French. You know what, <laughs> what do you speak? We can tell Yeah, so it's like thinking for going back to it. I mean, I'm worried now. I mean, we've got Luton Tuesday, which is going to be an absolute crunch match. That one is now. So, I mean, I agree. I think I'd put Etebo back in. I'd put Endai back in because we need three points against Luton. Simple as that. If we're going to have any chance of staying up now, we've got to get something against Luton. And the thing is, they're shipping goals for fun, Luton, at the moment. Luton have, Luton, Luton have just... It just shows what good job Nathan Jones does if you give him the right players. He's literally taking him from a nothing team all the way up to... The championship. To the championship. It's a yeah. team... They've lost the two quality players and they're back, they'll be back down League One, Luton will. There's no question of that. I think they'll still be happy at that. Because they were in non-league not long ago. Yeah, well, they went so, bankrupt, didn't yeah, they, to so, an extent. So. The, to secure themselves middle of the road, I think I think majority of Luton fans would take that. But for us, mate, it's, it's not good enough, is it? Really? It's, it's not good enough in any shape. I mean, I, I the thing is, looking at that squad set of players, the only thing that I can look at and go, is a bit of a lifesaver, is, is the youngsters. Because that first team of Stoke's never going to get us anywhere, i tell you that now. Well, he's, he's already said, hasn't he? He's going to bring... The likes of Alinden back and Tan back and yeah, but that just screams one fine thing again. Tight, Bank. tight. He probably knows what the budget is. So we walked in and said, "That's how much you can spend if you sell X, Y, and Z. Mm. If you don't sell X, Y, and Z, you've got two pounds fifty. Yeah, well, it's Tony's <laughs> goals who's got to do that. And I, I still think if he sells and die, um, Fingy and Etebo and Butland, I still think there won't be much money there spent. No. I, still, I still think they'll pocket a lot of that and put it into the financial fair play buckets as, as it's through. It won't be long soon before they're outside still with buckets. Like that game. Save the club. Yeah, the Save the club. Well, the thing is, I mean, we had this same thing on a previous pod near the start of the season about who you'd get rid of. And I think you rotate down and I, I, I rotate down. I wrote the entire squad down. Yeah. There's still a lot on that list that still haven't gone, haven't kicked a ball. Mm. They're still at the club. And the problem is, they're not going anywhere. Well, it's like we, we bolstered this under-23s in this summer window this year, didn't we, really? I mean, we bought, bought an entire squad for the under-23s. Yeah. The only ones who play now is Ward, because we've got no other left-back. What's uh, happened to Sorensen? Because he looked decent in the Prem. Yeah, he had one game, didn't he, in there. But Swansea. 
Wait, Swansea played. Last then. game, once he. Yeah. Uh, when we were already down, he played. He played well. I haven't really seen him, so I think he's had a couple of appearances since. But I don't think he's impressed. I think what concern concerns me. I thought about it the other day. Is when we were flying in the prem. When the window came round in August, you'd see Stoke. Stoke had made a signing, so you'd have a look and you'd think, well, it's no one big because they're really on social media. And it'll be some 17 year old kid they've plucked from Slovakia or something. And they go, he's, he's great, he's quick, he's this, he's that. You never hear of him again. And for a spell, I remember Stoke, every window, you'd see three or four youngsters come through, and not one of them played. And you're just thinking, what's going on at that academy that we're not getting none of them coming through? They're not even local lads, they're coming from abroad. So someone's scouting them. Someone's looking at these kids going, yeah, he's got potential. And then they watch None of them have got and an then, And then they watch him and they go, yeah, he hasn't got potential. Turns <laughs> off and he's going, it's not good enough. <laughs> but the problem is, the scouts are not picking the players for the first team, right, let alone yeah, the, the, the youth team. The whole the whole network as a whole, really, is is an absolute farce. It's an, it's, it is an absolute farce. I mean, it's like Trey Pemberton. If it was the last one, we spent a couple, I think, a million on. And we, we spent no money on as academy players. Like when you look at everybody in the Premier League, Bournemouth spent about apparently 15 million a year on their academy, buying foreigners or young lads from wherever they can get them. Stokes is like the budget is like a million in 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> and you wonder why the quality isn't coming through because you're, you're just not going to get good quality if you don't pay. No, not at Chelsea, Chelsea spent, Chelsea not long ago, spent 20 million pounds on an 18 year old to put him in the youth team. Yeah. And it's like, well, there's the difference. If you're not going to spend, but this is what I mean. It's all every problem that I'm noticing with Stoke at the moment comes down to money. And it's not like the coach family are poor, poor is it really? They, they, they're multi billionaires. I think so. You look at people like Lukaku at Chelsea. Now, now granted, he went West Brom, he went back, he went West Brom, then he went Everton. He only had one spell at West Brom, he had two Everton. I thought he had two at West Brom. Then he had one year, then Everton had him on loan, then he went on loan again, then he went permanent. Okay, so there's a couple of loan spells where they'd have paid some of the wages and stuff like that. And then he's gone Everton, he went back Chelsea, didn't he? Then yeah. Chelsea sold him to United. Or did Everton sell him? No, Everton sold him to United. How much money would they got on sell-on clauses on that? Because Chelsea would have put sell-on clauses on Well, it. apparently when they loaned him to West Brom, it was a, f- a fee of four million for the loan. Yeah. Then it, then it, then it rose, I think, to eight million for Everton. Then it rose to twelve million when Everton had him a second time. So you've already paid for him. If you <coughs> paid twenty million for him, well, they bought they bought him for fifteen million, didn't they? For Manchester, well, paid for him. Then. So they paid for him with loaning him out. Yeah. And then because that's how they do. That's what Chelsea do. It's like Stoke, when Stoke had Zoom in, it cost us five million to load him in. Yeah. Because and that was back to well, well, to be fair, Kate Zoom in. If he had a good partner, good centre back alongside him, he, he, I think he'd be a decent, decent player. We slated him a little bit, but to be fair, that season we went down, he was probably our best, best player at the back. Yeah, he was, he was. He was just, he just he sometimes was, he his decision making was horrendous. He was like sometimes he run past the ball because he's, yeah. like, he's not thinking. No, um, it's like a battering ram. Once he'd yeah. see, he was so quick though. He, he did make a difference. Yeah, he and did. Then, why we bought Vimmer in when we had him? I just still to this day, I don't know why. That's like Wolfshard as well. Just, oh, Wolfshard proved how good he was when he had to retire at 29 because he missed his own. It's, it, it's one of them things. Didn't like Ryan Air Flats. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but it's. Uh, I both of them. If you, if, the thing is, there'd be a lot, of, a lot of football fans out there 
with no idea really about either of them. If you took both of them players to any squad, they'd go, these parallel footballers, surely. Yeah. Especially Wolshire, he didn't even look like a footballer. No, he, 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 to be fair, he did have some good games, it was rare. So it was bloody rare. But he reminds me of Danny Batts as well. Danny Batts sometimes looks a really good centre back. But then he goes missing for two games and costs us games. Yeah. They make mistakes all the time. I mean, one thing I won't look into is is uh, the January window, because we're getting close now, we aren't far away. And people are talking about it now. And do we do we honestly think that it's gonna change? No. Because I don't think it can attract anybody now. I don't think we could anyway, to be honest. The problem is though, at the end of last season, you've had one season back in the championship, it's not quite gone to plan, but you weren't really going to go down. So I bet some players looked at it and went, they might be alright this year, do you know what I mean, they might be farting this year, because the bookies thought we were again, didn't they? I know we, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> Bugger off, you said, you said. Playoffs, many of them. No, I, I'm always like at the start of the season because because there's no point me getting into a season going. Okay, well, I'm gone. I said we stay up. Yeah. Because then there's no point me going there at all. I always hope it's, it's always empty out. But in the arts of arts, I knew we'd say we were really struggle this season. I knew that because of what we were bringing in. Because I said at the start of the season when we brought the free transfers, and I thought, yeah. That's good, they're building a squad, so they're bringing in squad players now. Yeah. But then I kept looking going, where's the where's the where's the first team players coming? Are they bringing any first teamers in here yeah. or is it just free transfers and loans? Well Powell was the only one that we looked at at the beginning and went, he'll be in the first team. Do you know what I mean? He was the only one really. Yeah, I thought Nick Powell was gonna play. I thought he was gonna be very influential this year, but so I thought that that's where most of our goals were gonna come from. But from what I'm seeing of him, he, he, he looks like a player that... Looks unfit. Well, he, he hasn't been playing, has he? I mean, he's, he's, he came off the bench again yesterday late. Um, well, I keep saying to you, it's, there's, there's that many problems with that squad. I don't know how you fix it in one, one or two windows. You know? It, there's that many problems. I mean, to be fair, I think we could sit there and go, right, the left winger's sorted now and McLean. There is a centre-forward there in Sam Bokes, but you've got to get the bloody ball to him. He proved on Saturday you get the ball on his head in the box he'll put it in the net. He proved that on Saturday. So you make that a weapon. So when you bring your next players in, bring in ball cross. We need a right winger that can swing a ball in. Yeah. That's what we need. We need it, obviously not as talented as Penn, but something similar to that. But we need a midfielder, midfielder that knows what he's bloody doing. Yeah. We need it. Ryan Woods clearly isn't an old midfielder. That jet, that second goal against Hull on Saturday proved that Ryan Woods isn't an old midfielder. No, no common sense on following his man. That's not good enough, and he, that's why that keeps getting dropped by Rowett and Jones, and yeah. soon he'll have, because I've noticed Michael O'Neill brings him off every game. Yeah, because he keeps making mistakes all the time. Yeah. So the, the fact is that we have to look at it and think, right, how are we going to fix fix this squad? But it's like last season. Last season when we, we were bringing players in, the same thing should have been done: bringing four quality players in one position, not bring in eight nine players. Yeah. to try and fill every hole in one go just bring in what you need most importantly like last season we need, like this season we needed a left back a good quality left back yeah. but instead we brought a 33 year old has been in yeah yeah. well we knew that I knew at the start I, couldn't, I can't sit here and say either of us said he was going to be any good because we didn't no, I, I, I knew he was going to be bad I didn't expect him play that's that's the thing wow because I thought wow Stephen Ward good backup that is good a good pro Right, they'll go and spend good money now, get a good left back in. 
But then that left back never came in. I'm yeah. thinking, well, what, what are you doing here? Ward has been all right, see. Chuck him in the calling cup. Do you know what I mean? Chuck, you know what I mean? Let's let's rest a few. Or the Tuesday night against bottom of the league, and we'll we'll chuck him in if we were doing all right. I got that signing in that sense. But how many t- how many others cousins? Now That's I know true. you I know you were quite positive at first about cousins, but. It's career yeah, before Stoke. I was, I was only positive because of what Nathan Jones said. Nathan Jones said he was a talented young holding midfielder. He's going to build a squad around him in that position. He played in the first game. He looked like that ball was like an opportunity. Like Lance to the slaughter first game. He, he just wasn't good enough at all. Yeah. Straight away. Like, no, literally from one game of watching Jordan Cudgee, he wasn't good enough, for, good enough to be a championship first team. Simple as that. Yeah. Which, which we knew anyway from QPR. Any scout worth his brain would have gone, he ain't good enough. QPR won't give him a new contract. Yeah, so why aren't we having him? Why Why yeah. the hell is a team that's just come down from the Premier League going, oh, we'll give him a go? Are you mental? Yeah. He's just going down back before you start. He, 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 well, like I was, I was talking about, it, so I won't, go, I won't go into now, it's like the, the absolute negligence that's been going on still for years and years now. It's all come from the board. And yeah. it comes down to, it's like... The, the negligence is cut, like we'll go back to it right now. So, when Pulis was sacked, Mark Hughes comes in. So, instead, Mark Hughes wants to take advantage of the foreign market. So, what does Stoke do in the transfer system to help that out? Oh, no, nothing. We'll just stick with Cartwright, who's got no links at all with foreign markets. Yeah. Guess what happens? The players come in, aren't good enough. Yeah. But then he's still at the club till this season. So, what's that? Seven and a half seasons. Yeah, and when it wasn't working from day one, to Mark Hughes. There's only one real. There's only. I mean, there's only one real success out of that, isn't there? Only really. Yeah. At that time, when you think about it, Bojan, not really, because he had a spell, didn't see for about yeah. three months, then died off, and got injured. There's nobody really who came in. Shakiri glimpses here and there, but Arnie's the only success, and I honestly think. They rode off that success for too long. Yeah, they did, yeah. They sat there and went, well, Arnie worked. Yeah, but nobody else did. Yeah, nobody else did. <laughs> nobody else Absolute did. Absolute crap. No, we're saying that the only, another good sign he made, Odden Wingy. That was the only other one that I could sit here and go, well, yeah, that was a success. He was back under his career. Once at the he end of the day. He was 34 when he comes to Stoke. Yeah, exactly. He, 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 was, he was done, really. He was just had, he was in the last knockings of his days. Look, that is. Look. <coughs> yeah, it was, look. It was, look, just, a, it was just a free chance to get rid of Kenwin Jones. That's all yeah. that was. He but then, not a blinder. Yeah, yeah, no, and then played, we played Cardiff for the other blinder and, and scored the winning goal. Yeah. It was in the 1 0 win for Cardiff. But, like I say, the negligence that's been in there, it's like Mark Hughes kept his job two years too long because Tony Scholes was pally with him. Oh no, Mark will turn it round. Negligence. Yeah. It doesn't matter if your pals with him or your best friends with him. You fix it, you move things. All the good football clubs, like Leicester, Leicester are a club that modernise, they change things round every two years. They'll do. if. If if someone doesn't work once, they'll they'll change things because yeah. obviously there's a problem there. Stoke don't change anything. It's the same system, different people. Yeah, they just keep slapping that do army. You, do you think as well though? Because you look at Leicester. I know, sadly, they lost their owner, didn't they? Was it last year? Yeah, last and his year. Sons yeah. Took, his two sons have took over. His two sons are about our age. Yeah. Right. Now they're going in a modern direction, Leicester, and it's working. The, what eight points off the top of Liverpool? Yeah. Out of nowhere, really. If you look at half of their squad, the kids. Yeah. There's loads of kids, and you think why? Because they're doing it a modern way. This dinosaur age that we've got looking after Stoke, it's done. 
whether people moan at me or berate me on Facebook, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, change has to happen. Yeah, it does. It's, it's part of life. It has to happen. Like I keep saying, this this dinosaur generation that keeps sitting there going, yeah, but we'd be in non-league. It doesn't matter. We're going non-league if we carry on the way we're going. Just keep banging on about the past there all the time, going, well, look at what he did when he came. Yeah, what are they going to do? Do that in 200 years? My great, 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 great granddad said that when Coatsy come in, yeah, what did he do? Balls it up. He did eventually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're in the conference now. Yeah, but, they, they, but they, we're loving life. It's great. <laughs> it's like... got to move forward. It's like anything. It's like my job. There's everything, every tool that I use changes year after year. Something new come out. And you've got to give it a go. If it helps you or saves you time, you've got to write. It's the way way you work. You can't just. I know some people go. I'm, I'm still using the same trowel I used fifty years ago. But you, you move forward. You change what you're doing. And the problem is, we don't. We just stand still. It's like the fitness thing. Right? People have forgot about the fitness thing altogether. When Shakiri was at Stoke, people were going, "Look how overweight he is. He's overweight. He is. Needs to lose some weight." He went Liverpool, lost loads of weight straight away. If I was the owner, I'd be going. Hang on, what's going on with our fitness team here? Mm. Well, yeah. we've got players who are unfit, yeah, getting it's injured it's and it's overweight. It's because we ran like a 1970s club. I said this the other week. He goes, ah, oh, you can't have a go with coach. He goes, we'll run like a 1970s oh, yeah. club. Surprising that fish the He's like that yeah. going, no, manager has to have say. He does He does what happens on the pit. No, you get involved. You have to go down. What's going on here? Yeah. I've spent 200 million here and we've got... Nobody's making any difference. We've got... I've just spent nine million pounds on Vokes and he scored three goals in, in nearly a season off. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah, someone's got to be sad, aren't it? And the fact is that Tony Scholes and all these, I think, to be honest, I don't know if Peter Coates is, there's obviously a budget that's coming here, there and everywhere, but the problem is, it's negligence. It's complete negligence. Yeah. And it needs to go. Like, we could all sit here and say, like, if I trusted John Coates to go, right, we're going to sort this, Scholes, you're going to move up as a director, new people are going to come in, we're going to go a new direction. But if John Coates couldn't do that, I think he couldn't do that with both hands, he's got no, no chance. He can't find his arse with two hands. He, he, he hasn't got a clue. No. And so no. he's basically going to turn Scholes, and turn Scholes and go, well, if we do this, if we do that, well, you don't know either. No. It's, it's inept. It's been inept now, it's been ineptly wrong. Since, since they've come in. Yeah. They got lucky because Pulis built a good side and got us promoted. But there was, we said this last week, there's a lot of luck in Pulis's team. Yeah. A lot of players who had a bad, bad time before they come Stoke and he turned them round. And that's his man management skills how he did that. Because there was a lot of players, if you looked at them on paper, Dean Whitehead when he was at, Sal at Sunderland, wow. He was shocking. But the, and he come in and I liked him at Stoke. The, the thing is with what, what happened with that squad is it, we got lucky because purely spilt one hell of a spine at that team. It had Hoof at the back, it had Shawcross, it had Begovic in goal, it had uh, Wilkinson who was a terrible right back, but he, he used to know, he could tackle, he could do his job. Oh, he right. could tackle, we, yeah. had, we had Mark Wilson in our position centre back that was playing at left back, but he made the use of every he player. Did all right. Yeah. That's what I mean, he brought players in, even though he'd go right, he's a failed centre back. But saying that, he's left footed, I'll put him at left back. And before you know it, Mark Wilson fitted in there and did three seasons at left back under Pules. Yeah. Danny Collins did two years at left back and he, he was woeful. He ended up at Rotherham. Hey, that you does, my Well, Danny Collins was awful. Good play for Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In Brazil with that little ball thing we played. <laughs> <laughs> but, Beach ball. <laughs> but it's like the, the, it's, it's squad building. 
And he built the squad and then, but then Mark Hughes took advantage of that squad because he had a spine there, Glenn Whelan, still Hoof and Shawcross, and in, in, then it was Butland at the time. Well, no, it was Begovic once. It's Bergo. Yeah, it's Bergo at first, yeah. So basically, he just brought Arnie, and that was all they were missing. That bit of quality on the left, because... It's like a building point, isn't it? It's like when Wenger took over Arsenal all them years ago. He already had the spine. He already had a great back four. He just needed to add a little bit of flair to it. And look what happened after that. Yeah, but the problem that came after after was... That team started to age. Yeah, yeah. The, the Pulis team about. started to age. Yeah. And the players we were bringing in were utter dog dog shit. Yeah. Absolute dog shit. Vimey couldn't replace Hoof if he wanted. You brought in in Martin's Indy there was no replacement for Ryan Shawcross. You brought Hossel who was no replacement for Peter Crouch. The only good replacement we got as a club was at Arnie as a replacement for Everington. It's the only good replacement we did. The rest of it were all terrible. We replaced Pennant with Odin Wingy. And then eventually replaced him with Shakiri, who had no pace and couldn't get up the pitch. Too many outkicks, obviously, aren't they? It's, it's like it. The biggest problem with Stoke is that they don't, there's no common sense because they don't pay the massive rate to get the real quality in. Jared Bowen's a perfect example. Where's he come from? He's got, I think he's come from their academy, or, or he might have gone from Oldham. I'm not too sure where they've got him from, but they've got him for nothing. But, I know but, why, but why aren't Stoke doing that? Yeah. Why aren't Stoke going right? Look, look at the quality on him. Let's give him a go. Yeah. Our scouting network in the UK is. No, but we're just getting whatever drops. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's been like that since Pulis. Yeah. Whatever drops, we'll get like when we, when we sign Mike, Michael Kitely. You look at him going, oh, well, I'll tell you why we signed Michael Kitely, because we missed out on Matt Jarvis. Yeah. That's why we ended up with him. Mm. Yeah, Jarvis wasn't a bad footballer back then. Yeah, Jarvis was a good player. He in West Ham. Yeah, he went yeah, West Ham. Yeah, he went West Ham instead of Stoke, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's like, there's no, the, the problem is with the, the way the clubs run at the moment is if, if we carry on the same way, this has reminded me of the 90s because he couldn't fix it then either. No. Because he, was, he wouldn't modernise. Kept selling all the players under Lou McCarty and lost Lou McCarty because of it. Yeah, football. Everyone forgets about that. Yeah. Everyone forgets about the 90s when he, when he put Stoke at the worst position it's ever been in, yeah. in the third tier of English football. That's thanks to uh, Peter Coates, that is. Yeah. In the 90s. Yeah. But everyone forgets about that. Oh, but he saved us. He didn't save us. We're in three million pounds worth of debt under the Icelanders because they tried to go for the Premier League, yeah. bringing Bangor in and Junior or in that Martin Collar and Carl Ufkins. They yeah. tried to get promoted, and the fact is they're all going. Oh, the, the Icelanders were terrible. There's no relegation under the Icelanders. I think it's so. You can't be good stoked for trying even buying them players. At the end of the day, you see teams going to death for trying to get to the top division. At the end of the day, I know obviously with financial fair play, you can't really do it anymore, but when you see some teams go, I spent, spent 40 million in the championship, they made 100 million by winning the playoffs. Oh, so they they sold two of them for yeah, triple what they exactly. bought them for and got the money back. To me, that man in between, like as Scholes is, needs to be a football man, as far as I'm concerned. If you get out of it, it's got to be a football man down in between. To be honest, I don't think it's just that. I think so would you replace Lou Carr with him, man? I still think he'd do a better job. For me, the whole thing needs to be ripped up. Peter Coates, if Peter Coates, want, if the Coates family won't run it, run it, but bring somebody in who knows how to run a football club. Yeah. Say an ex-owner or an ex-chairman. Bring a chairman in. Somebody that can go, right, I'll run it. Not a chief executive, because Peter Coates is the chairman, but he's not doing anything. He's still technically the chairman and an owner. So the new chair, we need a chairman. 
Yeah. The owners give it there, give it a new chairman, he runs the club and runs it the way, way it should be in modernising things. He'll then bring people in. He'd go, well, right, I'll bring this lad in because he'll do this. The fact is, the coach family, we, we know they've lost interest because they, they came out and said they wanted to go self-sufficient. So we know that that's done. But the problem is, we're getting self-sufficient. You've got to be, you've got to have one of the best scouting networks in the world. But that's not going to change overnight, is it? No. But, but that's why I think. What if you you only really need to change one man? Nail then say, well, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. That's well, that's what I mean, chairman. Yeah. I bring a new chairman in. I tell the I tell the coach family, leave the club alone. Just run. Just don't. Just make sure the money's there and bring a chairman in. Do you know who I'd fancy for do that? And you'll probably shoot me down, man. But I know financially it could be good. Who? Sam and Jordan, who was the old Crystal Palace owner. Oh, no chance. <laughs> I don't want that breakfast, though. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is... He was terrible Palace, though, wasn't he? Yeah, but it was a long time ago that was, wasn't it? There was a difference. <laughs> well, the thing is, he's learned from it, hasn't he? He sold the club because he knew it wasn't working. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what I'd bring in. He never had any money. I'd bring Fingy in, I would, Milan Mandrich. That's who, that's who I'd bring in. Didn't he have a lot of problems at Portsmouth? Well, he, he, he used to be a chairman, didn't he? I think he took Swindon to the Premier League. And I know he, he, he then went to owning football clubs instead of running them. And then he, he, he took, but he took, he always improved every club he went in. Portsmouth ended up in the Premier League. But then he sold it to a rich Russian who put it he all bought on. too many players, he did. Well, did you see that side at one point? It was, it was amazing. <laughs> but, but the thing is, well, it was because of that Russian. He, he, yeah. he basically bought all them players with all their money yeah. and didn't bankroll. And so he did, the club just absolutely collapsed when they had to pay it back if they didn't get to the Champions League, which they nearly bloody did. Yeah. But the problem is with Stoke is that the board level doesn't know what it's doing and it doesn't know how to fix it because they, they don't know how to do anything any differently. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's that old fashionedly run that you ask Skulls to try another way, he won't know how. You, you literally won't know how. That, that applies everywhere though. Yeah, there be somebody who does your job somewhere in a different place and might turn up and go, why have you done it like that for all these years? Do it like this, it saved me about a day. Mm. And you go, wow, I can't believe that. Because everyone's got a different way of doing stuff, even if it's the same thing. And the thing is, they're running out of ideas now and it shows. Well, it's like you haven't changed anything, now, have you? No. Bought, I mean, you finally got rid of Cartwright. It's taken five years too long. You're basically just chucking everything on the managers. So we, we know it's not them. It's it, it, like the players aren't good enough, but they're the ones who bankrolled and brought them in. Yeah. And the fact is, we could, we could go around all day saying that, oh, yeah, but he saved the club. He's putting us back to where we were before at the yeah. worst part of history so this man not only once if he if he takes us down again this is the second time he's done it where he's dropped us into the third tier yeah. which is which is where Stoke should never be yeah and the fact is that Blackpool fans would be marching to get the Eastons out coach is doing it now at Stoke what kind of club can we run self-sufficiently in the in, in the top two divisions you can't it doesn't matter how big you are Leeds can't be self-sufficient. None of them could be self-sufficient, except yeah. maybe Man United and uh, Push, Man well, yeah, just Man United, really. And, and well, is it? That's Monopoly money, isn't it? I've said this before. Oh, well, uh, we'll, we'll lend you a billion, but with interest of 1.2. It's it's not real money at that stage, is it? It is. It's on a computer screen, and they're just fiddling about with it. It's not like us saying, oh, we can't really spend that 2 million because it's paying, it's outlaying 
costs for the stadium, this, that, the other. Yeah. It's it's a totally different ball game when you get into them leagues. But I, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, if we go down, like, it'll cripple us. Oh well, if we, the thing is, financial fair play. Apparently, we could be hit by a points deduction. Yeah, which is so. Even. I mean, if we get hit by a points deduction with that squad already, he could kill us. Yeah, the, the bad decisions that we've had over the last five years could actually destroy this club. And then, then what we're going to say to Peter Coates then? Oh, I remember when he saved us and then destroyed us. Because Some fans won't be. They won't have it. They won't have it. On one of the Stoke pages this afternoon, they put a poll on about saying who's going to renew the season ticket next year. Mm. Now I put that I will be doing, regardless of where we are. But there was a 56% said no. And quite a few votes on there. And you're thinking, and then they're getting slated saying, well, you know, a real Stoke fan, this and them. Yeah, but it's dire watch. Oh, it's it's not terrible. just the fact we're losing. I've but, seen Stoke go down before yeah. and play all right, just can't defend. And you go and you think, well, we lost 3 2. Well, it was a great game watching, it wasn't too bad. The, the last time I've witnessed this was, like I say, the time when I went in the 90s when I was a young lad, really young lad. And I can remember because it was like, I remember the because it was similar to now. We had these good times under Lou McCarty where we had promotions, we were winning trophies, even if it's not the top level. In 96, we really got to the promised land of the Premier League. And then what does Peter Coates do to. How does he treat Lou McCarty? You know, Lou, we nearly did it. I'll tell you what he does. Refu- refuses to buy the player he wants. Yeah. And then sells Mark Sharon, the best the best goal scorer in that league. Yeah. And then goes, you've got none of the money. He's going to go into the back. Into you might as well walk out at that point, aren't you? Really? And he did. He went, Lou McCarty said, right, I've had enough, that's it yeah. now. And it's normally why the club doesn't do anything with him, Lou McCarty, because he, he, I think it went a bit, it went a bit sour between the two people and between uh, Coates and Macari and, and then after that Pulisic, uh, Coates didn't know what he was doing Kept brought people like Cammy in Baker in Joe Jordan in Brian Little in all these terrible managers started coming in and the club crumbled yeah. he spent loads of money on players that were crap like Carl Lightbourne Brian Smalls uh, I can't remember there's a few others I mean there's loads of them to be honest and I can remember they sold the entire squad of a decent team that he basically sold McCarley's team and brought Brian Little in and brought all these youngsters in from the Premier League that weren't playing and said Kyle Lightbourne was the next um, Alan Shearer. Do you not think that's a little bit arrogance though as well in a sense because to me all these years later let's face it 20 odd years later would you not sit there in the office and think we should never have sold you because everyone's entitled to a mistake mate everybody everybody makes mistakes in life at the end of the day if it was me I'd be sat there and gone I bet if we'd have kept sharing we could have pushed off we could have done we would have gone gone up that's what's so frustrating that side was brilliant I just think if you ask coach now about it he'd probably just go no, it was in the rat at the time. <laughs> that, <laughs> no, yeah. that was the best decision ever made. It, I got the fans turned on me that much to smash the window, but I, I don't care. It was the right decision. Yeah, I'll stand in my. I know it dropped us down to the worst, worst, to the third level, the worst we've ever done, but I still stand by it. He should have been sold for that three yeah. million. Just that's what I mean. It just strikes me as arrogance at times. He, but he's done it again now. Yeah, he's doing it now. He's, he's doing it again now. Where, where the because it does remind me where Mark Hughes they, they had that key manager he, he went wrong he left they brought Mark Hughes and he, he played some of the best football we've ever seen but then didn't go right let's get let's let's build this squad now let's go for Europe instead they, they cut back yeah. and didn't spend 
They just spent £12 million on Shakiri and that was it. And God, yeah, we're trying. He didn't try anything. There's no ambition in them at all. Yeah. No ambition. We, my dad told me this, said he's tight. Yeah. He says the thing is with Peter Coates, he's got the club at heart, which, which I respect. And I know he's a Stoke fan and I know he's, he's always been there for the club and he's bankrolled it at times and put his own money in. But the fact is, he hasn't got enough ambition. He doesn't want to take Stoke to the highest it can be. Yeah. He doesn't want to improve it and make it the best it can be. The, the fact of that is that we do need new owners. I'll, I'll say it till I'm blue in the face, we need new owners. Yeah. We can't keep sitting here going, oh yeah, but look what he did in the past. It doesn't matter about the past, it's about now. Yeah, so yeah, the feeling some people have got like a fear of even saying it. Yeah, some people, it's like for some people, it's like he's the kingpin. Well, yeah. you can't say that about Peter Coates. Why? I can say it. I'll, I'll say whatever. Well, when we first got promoted to the Prem, if you didn't have a season ticket, you'd be all pushed guard ticket for the game. There was waiting lists for tickets. I saw it online. Waiting, li waiting lists for tickets. 40 people on the waiting list for a game against Middlesbrough at home. Mm. If you said, right, we're going to have to invest here, because we could push the club on to well, another level. I mean, somebody explained to me why we decided to fill the corner in after 10 years in the Premier League. That should have been done when, when we were... First well, First three seasons, yeah. where, where we were piling in, get that corner in. Could, and then after 10 years, yeah. you could have put the second corner numbers, in. Numbers of drops, we'll build that corner. <laughs> we're garbage now, I'm losing every week. Let's get that corner filled in. Yeah. It's just stupidity. It's like someone's wrote it on a whiteboard with a black marker. Yeah, we've been sat on there for five years ago. Have you wrote it? How long's that been there? Get that done. Oh, it's been there seven years. Oh, let's get that corner. Yeah, let's get that corner filled in. Yeah, let's get get the builders in. Get and, then, the and then, funny enough, they spend no money. That win that summer window, we go down. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I think that corner only cost three million. <sighs> no, it's more than that. About it's, seven, twelve. It's down million. on us three million. No, I think it's twelve million or something like that. That corner was. You know, because you have to have fees and opt out. It's a lot of money. Yeah. So, but the thing is, so twelve million. It would we needed more than one player. That season we went down, don't we? Well, that's what I mean. It's just, it's just. We know what the problem is. It's just outdated. We'll do is cheap, 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 cheap. We'll get that corner filled in cheap, cheap, cheap. It's never, it's never. Is he the best? Right, we'll have him. It's never that. No. That's the difference between Stoke Bourne with what? Well, not supposed what for. They're crumbling now, aren't they? I mean, they just give Nigel Pearce on the job. I think. Yeah, Nigel Pearce is what manager. But it's, it's like I say to you. The club's not going to go nowhere if he carries on in this situation. Right, so we'll go into the questions. Or if we're actually saying that, we'll go into the news. What's the news this week? Oh, I bet it's drivel, isn't it, this week? I, I, don't, I, think, I don't think anybody cares anymore from what's been going on. I mean, I've really, I've really lost faith with it at the moment. I'm really struggling. I mean, I'm doing this podcast because, of course, I love the club and all that stuff, but... At the moment, it is hard work being a Stoke fan. Oh it yeah, it is. It says, I mean, when you when you are reading things that people are putting on social media, you can see from both sides. And I don't. It's part of me do, doing the pod. I don't want to sound too negative, but but there's nothing to be positive about. It's nothing about. to be positive about, is it? it? I wish I could sit here and go, "Oh, there's there's positive things happening here, there, and everywhere," but there right. isn't. There's nothing there. Absolutely nothing there. I mean, that says a lot since last time we did the news. Do you know how much news we've got on Stoke this week? Well, Four things. <laughs> just said nothing. Right, we'll start from um, today's news. Manager has made a plea to the Stoke fans. 
Fans are threatening to part company with the team if performances continue to nose down. Now, I've not heard anybody say that. Say what? That they're threatening to part company with the club. Yeah. As in, like, fans are saying, well, we're just not going to come this season either. Well, if well, it's on season ticket holders, then. Yeah, well, why would you pay? I mean, why would you pay 12 quid go watch this drivel we're watching yeah. at the moment? It's like, honest to God, like the whole game. We had seven minutes where we were on top, but then it was all Hull. Yeah. We watched, we watched Trout Hull's not down the road either. It's far to go watch that, to, to watch it completely fall apart so after seven minutes. Is. Seven minutes and then fall apart and watch Hull play football. No thanks. It's not for me. Right. Well, basically, what he's, what he's actually said is, um, he's just bringing up what Stoke fans were singing about not, wear, not fit to wear the shirts. Um, and he's saying that he's, he needs to stay on side. But how many times have we heard that in three years? You Every manager, we've had enough now. We've, we've had enough now. Yeah. It, 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 like I say, it's reminded me when they marched in on Birmingham and said, leave the club. And I think I think it's coming now. I, I, mean, I know a lot of fans are militant in favour of the coach family, but I think there's a lot the other side as well. I think there's a lot now that are turning on, turning on them now. And, it, and it, once, once that word gets stronger, it, everything will change. Yeah. Everything will change. Uh, that's what else has been said. Physically poor, short on quality, coming from Michael O'Neill. It's just the same. Th- yeah, mean, but David Jones was saying the same thing and Gary Rowett. Yeah, it's, 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 it's getting old, old ag, isn't it? Like I say, I mean, that's another thing. You just, nothing's coming out of Stoke now either on the news feed because it, it's just what do you say now you can't keep banging on about how poor we are can you no right so we'll go into the polls now one of the poll was it's michael o'neill under pressure already based on what many regard as poor team selections and substitutions no i think he's under less pressure than jones well at the moment it's 60 40 so 60 for no 40 for yes yeah i think i think he's uh, i think he's not under any pressure because well, I, think, I think he is because we're shit. That's that's the thing. Yeah, but the problem is, is if there's got the other people like me who are sitting here thinking, well, oh, we, we, we've had three managers in the last two seasons. Yeah, it's the players, we know what it is. It's the owners and the players, we know yeah. what it is. Right, second one was, as it stands right now, do you think on balance Stoke will survive or not? I cannot even believe I'm asking this question. Is it such a shame? 16% said yes. What, that we're going down? Yeah, and yeah. 84 saying now that we haven't got the quality. Well, some confident people on there today. I think it'd be gone by much. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 there's, there's massive possible that we could go down. I mean, just watching the games, we're, we're just second to everything. There's, there's nothing there. There's no lead. There's no quality. There's no... We've bought utter shite. Yeah. And it's like, but then we replace it with more shite. Yeah. And we wonder why we, and then the club go out and go, oh, thanks, Stoke fans for sticking with us. Fuck off. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Come and say that to me after I've spent all the, I've, I've been going all my life, and you've got the nerve come out and go, oh, thank you for sticking with us. You're inept. Yeah. Move it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is laughable on the news feed. Stoke v Luton, which is the next game. Mm, Tuesday. Tuesday night. Bet 365 have got a special offer on for. New customers, we can have Stoke to win for six to one too. 
Six to one. Six to one. Wow. That's like, yeah, we're crap. We run it. I tell you what, stick the boots in a bit harder. <laughs> Six to one. Get, get the money in. That's how much they actually back their own club. Yeah. That they'll give you on to six to one. Couldn't they? Couldn't give a shit, could they? No. Right. So the third and final one was: Should Etero and Die be in the starting eleven for Stoke, where whether they stay or go in January? Yeah. Ninety-four percent said yes, they should be playing, and six percent said no. So. Well, that six percent must know about some. Yeah, they're videos. probably probably Vale fans. Probably just but get 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 it, cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I agree with that. I think they, they both of them should be playing. Yeah, so the last one, I was saying that, I thought it was the last one, I did, there is another one. If you have a season ticket, are you going to watch Tuesday's game or are you going to stay at home and watch it on the red button? Um, 44% say they're going, 19% say they're going to watch it on TV and 37% can't be bothered at all. I thought you were going to say something like they're going to sneak in. And <laughs> <laughs> 2% say they're going to watch it from... Off the hill, off the hill. Can't watch it off the hill, man. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. He, he he used to go. sit on that hill, some lads, didn't they? And you think it's pouring down. <laughs> so yeah, but they are, they are paying. That's what it's about. Right, so we're going to question time now. <laughs> uh, it's not the news. It'll do. <laughs> uh, Vipers asked. Do we have to wear bob hats in the winter? This is like the blobby question. <laughs> I don't know which one he's asked. Oh, I don't know, it depends how cold you're well, eating. I mean, if, if it's warm, no. <laughs> it was like Saturday one day, it was quite warm, wasn't it? So we just know. ask everyone for random questions, will There's loads here. There's loads of them. Here goes, what's better, milk or cheese? Oh, that's tough, that is. <laughs> <laughs> that is like Sophie's choice, that is. Milk or cheese, I like milk. I don't, I, want I, don't, I don't. I eat cheese and I don't drink milk. I've seen milk. I've seen. not milk. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it's, it's not really a Sophie's choice because I don't do any of it. <laughs> oh, that's tough. I love cheese. I've cheese on anything, me. Cheese on steak. <laughs> <laughs> you put cheese on your on your chocolate, then. If you want. <laughs> cheese here, <yeah, okay>. cake <laughs> with chocolate. Cheese. I go cheese. Here you cheese. Yeah, I can have a black coffee. Well. <sighs> I don't think people are going to agree with that. Another one here. Do you prefer Friends or Saturday Night Kitchen? Saturday Night Kitchen? I thought it was Saturday Morning Kitchen. Oh, it says night here. I don't watch it either. I've seen Friends because I don't know what Saturday, what Saturday Night Kitchen is. <laughs> what is Saturday Night Kitchen? Search you see the final way. Do you get on the A or something? <laughs> Well, it's Saturday, yeah, they're doing Saturday Night Kitchen. I think he means Saturday Night Takeaway, doesn't he? Oh, uh, that's I think he means Saturday Night Takeaway, that's what he means. <laughs> I don't know, it's a bit car crash telly and it answered that thing. I'd more fear to car crash TV. <laughs> yeah, an alcoholic driving, yeah, yeah. That email just rolled across the room then. You didn't even pick, did you pick up on what you said? No. <laughs> car crash TV. It's like a great a, a pun without knowing it. Was I know, Jack would be fuming if he said that to you. <laughs> it TV. was an accident. <laughs> well, what's the bottle of whiskey in the hand for then? It's <laughs> that whiskey there. <laughs> I've got problems around <laughs> saying saying that it's good to see him bouncing back and Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll go into a couple of serious ones now, even though I do like the funny ones. Do we think we'll go down this season? Yeah, go on. Yeah, I still think there's a chance of staying yeah. up, I do. Another one here, who's who's better than Dai or Etterbell? Um I 
don't know. It's tight, that is, isn't it? Don't do I don't it. know. It's so close between them. I can't. There's not much the <coughs> between them at all. Um, I'm going to say Etterbone. You can go Etterbone. Yeah. Another thing is, somebody's asked is, believe that Michael O'Neill will get given time because it seems like people are already starting to turn on him already. I think people are just tired, aren't they? Tired of I think it's just frustration now. Do you not it? think the people who are aiming the abuse at Michael O'Neill are the ones that still think Coates is... I think, God. I think the ones that do do that, the ones who, who always take it out on the managers because they aren't smart enough to... Because it's normally the older generation because if you go back to the 70s and 80s or whatever, owners didn't leave. No, no. Owners, owners, owners were there for like 30, 40 years at times. Yeah. So they, they back in the day, used to blame the manager or you'd blame players and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But a lot of them don't even think that clubs could be sold now and you can move it on and all these kind of things. I mean, I think... The thing is, managers stayed for long periods, don't they, back then as well? Yeah, back in the day. You, yeah. you, look, on, you look on Wikipedia, at ex-managers at places... Some were there for, for long, long periods of time. If if you had a bad season, you had a bad season. I don't think, I don't think the same pressure was there years ago. But a lot of that pressure comes down to the cost we have to fork out for go. I'll always stand by that. Yeah. Football used to be about a group of lads down the pub, couple of bevies, ticket was a fiver. You went and you watched the game. Fiver back in them days was like ten grand. Well, do you know what I mean? It was cheap. It was a couple of quid. You go in, you watch, you watch the game, you come it's out, win, lose or draw, you'll be back in the pub going, what a dreadful game he had. You weren't bothered because it was only costing you a couple of quid. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't expensive. If, if you're sitting at top tier and you're, and you're spending 500 odd quid or whatever it is for a season ticket and you're watching that shower every week, yeah. There'd be prawn sandwiches coming off that top seat. Yeah. <laughs> that cognac will be everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Look at all this far across. Wait there, where's my monocle? What's my monocle? Uh, Do you know what I mean though? Yeah. It used to, fo- football used to be about lads who are off work, you get together, have a few bevies, watch the football. Yeah, now, now it's, there's, there's a lot of pressure because people are paying big a lot money. big money to go watch the Plus team. Plus the money you're spending on the day. And then when you're watching players like Stephen Ward and Danny Bart, you're thinking, well, what am I paying for? Where, where's my money going? Yeah. Uh, right, so here's another question. Have Stoke... Wait, no, it's not have. Oh, Michael Odenwald. Uh, <laughs> name me a slower defence in the, in the Championship than Stoke. A slower defence in the Championship? Uh well, up to now, I haven't seen any. Not that they come down Stoke, I know that they're dead slow. I'm trying to think he was slow. Um, Huddersfield weren't slow, were they? No, really. They had some young lads. Blackburn definitely weren't slow. I uh, can't think of anyone, really. I think, no. I think Stoke is comfortably the slowest, isn't it? I mean, what's the average age? Probably about 50, oh, it's 100 odd, aren't it, really? Well, they've all got the golf memberships now. Golf. 30 Danny Bats, 33, yeah, I'm not getting into McLean's 30, isn't he? He's a winger though, isn't he? He's not. Well, spokes for you. Yeah, he got the assist at the moment. Said he, another one, who's, who's going to be player of the year? I don't think they'll give it. Did they do that one year? They didn't give it? No, I can remember him. Um, he wasn't, I think somebody had such a bad season 
I think it was Wigan, it was somebody that they actually just cancelled it, didn't they? Now they actually give Carlo Nash player of the year and he hadn't, he hadn't, even, been, he hadn't even played a game. I bet he loved that, didn't he? He's <laughs> like that, player of the year. Probably did, probably probably did, did it, David, made it around town. Player of the year, get it! Who are you? Play for Wigan? No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know if it was Wigan, but he, whoever he played for, he bought it by, he didn't accept it, he didn't take it at all. Oh, well, I was. I'd have melted. Straight <laughs> melted. I'm <laughs> so proud of you. Yeah. In front of people who've played every game, yeah, they've been garbage. What's about me, mum and dad? I've all support. I've played 42 games this season, he's player of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to thank my wife and kids. They've been brilliant <laughs> while I've been sat at home. I've had plenty of time, he's been great. <laughs> and, I've, and I've come and got player of the year. Unbelievable. Oh, brilliant. Remember yeah. that goal scored in the back garden? <laughs> <laughs> that save I made on FIFA. Wow. <laughs> uh, somebody's asked here, has anybody seen Reading's on-fire player, George Puskas? Uh, I've, heard, I've heard things about him on the Championship show. Um, these are another one. Why haven't Stoke picked somebody up like him? We should be able to chat to half decent footballer down Stoke, surely. Yeah, we can do it's just not, you just don't want to pay for them do they no. or they haven't got the scouting know how to go to find the next one <coughs> so you can see that when they're bringing in Stephen Ward when they could probably go abroad because they've got no understanding of the broad market here's a question for you if Stoke do go down do you think the season ticket price will change no that, that'll, that'll, that'll be that'll stay the same as long as Peter Coates is still breathing yeah it won't change that for anything and to be honest, if they do put it in, their season tickets will fall like anything next season. I think they're going to fall anyway. I think they will, yeah. I mean, there's always that two-season bounce, but they'll massively drop next what's season. What's the average attendance this season? 22, isn't it? 20. So we've lost sort That's of That's what I mean, we filled the corner in, which has been a complete waste of time. Right, so we'll go, actually, we'll go into something positive now, because I'm going to cry in a minute. We'll talk about the ladies. <laughs> well, you can cry even more, because they haven't won either. They've lost, oh, what a, what a week. What a week. What a weekend. Well, yeah. what was the score? They, 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 well, it was one all, but they lost on penalties in the cup, so it's not a league. Huddersfield. It looked. He beat Huddersfield 6 0, didn't he? Yeah, it looked a scrappy game. looked shocking, really, from what I, I watched. I watched extended highlights earlier, and it, it's just. It was a bit kamikaze at times. <laughs> I think neither team deserved win that game. You're watching back, and you think every shot's gone six, seven foot <laughs> over the ball. It's <laughs> 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 just. Two scrappy goals, and at the end of the day, the pitch didn't look great either. It looked shocking. Well, were they eternal? I don't know because we've always said they play at Norton, haven't we? Yeah. But when I've watched it, that looks like a Smallthorn Cricket Club. I'm, I'm certain there's a pitch there cause it's quite a big cricket club. Smallthorn Cricket Club. You know, as you're coming up the bank, Smallthorn Bank. Yeah. Yeah, you can turn left, can't you? It takes you towards the green star. Yeah. As you go up there, there's a row of bungalows halfway up, you can turn left. And the cricket club's just there. Um, there's a football pitch behind there as I well. I thought it was a golf course. No, it's a cricket club. Yeah. It's like a working men's club. Uh, it's definitely there. I can tell. I can tell by the houses because they're they're all the same all the way down, and it's just behind the houses. But I mean, the thing is, we watched them down the down the actual home ground as it is. Mm. And they look decent, don't they, the girls? That, yeah, they do a good, good size. They've got very good size. You watch it when you watch highlights on their bad pitches and you just think the ball bobbles bad, it's all, it goes one way, it goes another way, and you just think, they wouldn't have problems scoring. When it, well, they don't have any problems scoring. That's the thing, they're on fire at the moment. They can't stop scoring, the women. 
thing is, a lot of the matches that I've watched on the highlights, like, some of it's an Astro table. Yeah, it makes more sense, really. Well, it's like you can see, like the, the pre- when you look at the WSL, the Women's Premier League, I think it's called, or Women's Soccer League, what's it called? Yeah. The, it's just the teams that are funded that are in there. Yeah. The ones that are actually backed by the club. In Man United, women have gone straight into that league without having anything to do with it. And you look at Stokes, where they'd give them nothing. Yeah, not a penny. They give them absolutely nothing. It I mean, what's, what's laughable is it, it made me think, because you looked at the pitch and thought, that's like a pitch from the 90s, it's really bad. And at the end, like the interviewing Chloe Jones. Jones and and she's like, Well, we never really got going today, we weren't quick enough at the ball, blah blah. That was it. Not no excuses, just we weren't good enough. Mm. It just made me think about when England played Russia. It was the pitch's fault because it was plastic. <laughs> I hated it. I didn't <laughs> like, like it. I didn't like how the ball moved. <laughs> thinking Use like around like hundred grand a week. Most about three hundred grand a week. <laughs> no, no, it, it, it's the pitches full of army lost. Yeah, but blaming anything they can blame. Oh it. god. Uh, they, 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 I mean, to be fair, the women do they, doing a great job for what they do. But again, they're getting no help from the board. But he was the first. He uh, was the man's team. Maybe we should get a petition going to get every Stoke fan go and watch the women one week instead of the men, and then just have a revolt and say. You lot are the sort of tell we can watch the women. I, I'm actually tempted to do walk that. Walk out, big walk out. I'm actually tempted to do that anyway because it's when it's in these old grounds like that. It's actually the old mentality. You can go get a pint. You can you can sit there with a pint while you watch the game. Yeah, it'd be a bacon butty and it'd be under four and a half quid. Yeah, it'd be a quid for, yeah. a, for a bap or some chips or whatever. It's a better day. It's like when we went leak proper enjoyed when we went down to non-league football and yeah. League Town was on, it was a great, yeah, like I say, I don't know why people don't go down and watch the women. We should do more times, really, I mean, it's, yeah. the problem is, though, it's uh, no, it's not expensive either, is it? It's free. It's free, yeah. It's free when you, when you play at Stoke. I, I, I just don't know why they don't help them, or why are they so garbage? We're not, we're, we, we sort of profess to be a community club, and we're not, we're nowhere near it. We're not looking after a zone at all. No. At the end of the day, the Stoke ladies, they part Stoke City. Stoke City is a club, isn't it? Not just a team. Yeah. It's a club, which means it involves everybody. The fans, the ladies, the men, the kids, the youth team, everybody. It's supposed to be a unit, all of us. And all we have here is, oh, I've got family trust and community trust. What, because you've nicked up the hospital with a couple of players? Yeah. Big deal. We should all be together as one. And if that, the women, it's just like, it's like playing in last season's kit. That is the biggest kick you could ever get for me. Well, it's not, it's not only that, though. It's like the, the token gesture as well, where they're selling shirts, selling women's shirts, and they get women playing to go in it. Yeah. And they go, yeah, thanks for coming, to all. Yeah. And it's like, well, you get out, out me out and the team out. No. Yeah. No. Just, yeah. you, you're doing okay. If, wrong, if Next time, if I was one of the ladies, I'd just say, we need you to come down, put one of the kits on, and go, yeah, it's going to cost you a grand. Every every half an hour, and <laughs> that's it. Every minute. Every well, the thing is, well, that's what's even more laughable. When we have the kits released at the start of the season, you've got normally a picture of Butland, Joe Allen, Joe Allen, and then a lady, one of the ladies. Right? Mm. And then ladies are modelling this season's kit, but then when they play on Sunday, they play in last season's kit. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you not think sometimes you just the club just make themselves look a bit daft? Yeah. You just thinking, well. What's she for? Oh, look at that lady in that kit. Why has she not got that kit? Oh, well, they, they have to have the cast-offs. 
It's like when you forgot your peaker at school, made you wear them horrible pumps and dodgy shorts from the eighties. <laughs> like a bunch of smugglers. The Kev, the Kev Keegan yeah. one there. Yeah, they pretty much might have yeah. some boxes. <laughs> might as well just have a thong on the back yeah. Just, I don't know. He's dead infuriated. I, honestly, I, I sort of sit there and think. I could ask. I don't know. Say hundred Stoke fans, and I bet most of us would be able to sort a lot of the little niggly things out in ten minutes. At Stoke, yeah. not the big things, but what I'm saying is, it's little things where I just think. Do you not know, think other people at the club think you were not for doing that or for, for doing this? It's like the women. Back him. Back him all the way. At the end of the day, the second in the league, you're better than you lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get behind him. No, they're definitely better than the men. I mean, definitely. How did the receivers get on? Uh, well, here we go. Stoke's rampage. He's probably re- he's probably left. He has social media man. I've had enough of posting. <laughs> I'm not coming back. <laughs> probably, he probably only gets paid off in nine quid an hour. Well, there's even no place for Stoke. <laughs> Most weeks, um, Stoke receives FC. It's what's it out seen the result for today. Facebook's like the better place to find out anything about Stoke. Well, it's this, yeah, because it's the only place they put anything up. I don't think they bother with Instagram and out like that, do That far behind the times. Stoke Wemmy. Stoke Wemmy normally always win the reserves. They're like 12 nils the other week. Right, the res- oh, yeah, developments won 4 1. Won the girls, again. yeah, yeah. So there might be a chance for one of them girls going to the first team now because they didn't, didn't win this weekend. Anna Johnson, Jordan Sloan. Didn't Jordan Sloan play when we played? And we went. I'm not sure. Sarah Hassan. Hassanin. 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 Manny Daly. Manny Daly? Manny Daly. <laughs> the goals. State reserves are great. I know that. Well, if you go watch them, it's guaranteed winning a stormy. Yeah, but how, how much confidence must that be for Chloe James when you think, well, we're doing all right, and the reserve team everybody. must have an average goal of like, average goal per game of about four. If it's a reserve league, they're top of the league of like plus 180 goals. <laughs> We've had a couple of entries, it's all right, just go get some out of the reserve league. <laughs> they just won 18 nil. Yeah, I just... Right, reserves reserves drew 3-3 three, 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 the reserves did that was development team so they won they drew 3-3 three, three. they've got like three teams they're women they've got development team reserve team first team I think development team chief academy yeah that's the youngsters and they fly in the youth academy <coughs> and there's nothing about Stoke reserves I think they played Man United on Friday if I remember right that was the under 18 was, was it the under 18 so won didn't they because you know, Kayleigh Wright puts put it up all over the Potter's page, didn't he? I'm sick of seeing him now. I just hate them trousers, they, they're shocking. I just wish he'd just put some jeans on. I know you love Stoke, mate, but them trousers, are, they're scared. He wants to be the new way, uh, Mr Pompey, don't he? He wants to be Mr Potter, doesn't he? But Mr Potter? Mr Potter. Maybe he's having a pot on his head. <laughs> or okay. Or just stop doing what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> right, say so, exciting week. I think this one's been a bit of a miserable week, this one. Yeah, I, I, I hate being, I said this a couple of weeks back, but I hate it when we have a miserable one, but it's hard, isn't it, now? It, it's, I mean, it, the thing is, some fans are saying it's upsetting, it is. It is upsetting, nobody wants to see us where we are. 
I think we're going to change it up next week. I think we're going to try to do something to be more positive, like bring up past players and stuff. Because this, I think we're just going to have to do quick ten-minute talks about the games and then. So on. basically, what it'll be next week is welcome to the Potters podcast. Do you remember Sharon? Sharon? Right, let me tell you about this player when I was a kid, Mark Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we can only apologise. It'll improve soon because we're going to have to do something different. We'll do a different pot, different club. Yeah, we do one about all. <laughs> Bowie, what a play! <laughs> do you reckon he's related to Jim? <laughs> if he is, it'd be <laughs> Jim Bowie's grandson, Jared. Take it back, boys. Take it back. <laughs> we could have, look what he could have won. Yeah, speedboat. Right, so thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Make sure you tell your friends about us and make sure you share and link us around. Tira. All the best.